A gust of wind picks up and detaches a loose leaf from the reaching branches of a monumental tree. The leaf flutters and sways in the breeze and slowly meanders its way down the length of this immense tree. Along its way it passes birds and squirrels and any number of other forest critters that have taken up residence in the branches. After bidding farewell to these creatures and some of its other leaf companions, it finally comes to rest at the foot of an elderly woman with kind eyes and an easy smile, wearing a large cloak composed of far too many clashing colors. She turns away from the tree to address a small gathering of fresh-faced would-be adventurers standing before her. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the second day of your Battle Buddies orientation. My name is Tresha Huxley, I am the mistress of the arcane, and I will be your orientation guide for the day. Now, who among you can tell me anything about these statues behind me? And when you look above Tresha, you see four giant statues sitting in front of a massive hollow at the base of the world tree. Each of these statues seems to be depicting some hero of some sort striking an epic pose. From left to right, you see a giant man with a massive sword a humanoid raven person wearing a prodigious wizard's hat, a long-eared elf playing a saxophone, and a smug but handsome half-orc with a noble bearing. And the last statue appears to have some dicks drawn on its face. (laughs) 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 Any takers? Anyone? I got an idea. They're the guys with the money that paid for this place, right? Sort of. Not quite. Um, They they didn't really have a whole lot of money to the name when this place started, actually. Just a, just a pocket full of good ideas. Um, anyone else? No. I'm gonna try one of those history checks. Gonna try seeing if I can just dig it out of my brain. <laughs> Fourteen. Sure, yeah, I'd say you know at least, like, maybe their names, and yeah, at least that much. I know of them. Or, darn it, that's not the voice. <laughs> no, not you, the other fellow who was talking before. <laughs> I think that one over there is at least... I've heard of Bogal. Ooh, yes, the best of them all. The other ones, who knows? I just <laughs> oh, remember okay. the strong one. Well, yes, yes, you do. Yes, the strong one right there. That's That big tall one is Bogal. And then we have Zazzle and Don and Crag. And those are the four heroes that uh, I believe Gerald told you about, who were the original founders of the Battle Buddies. Um, moving on. Uh, okay, this this should be an easy one. Who can describe the echelon structure of adventurers here at the Battle Buddies? I'll give you a hint. You are all currently recruits, which means you can handle what kind of missions? Ah, uh, basic missions. Good ones. Yeah, no, not a bad guess. Yes, good ones, I hope. Um, Life and death missions. Th- 
No, I not not quite at your level. Hopefully, uh, unless we're doing something wrong. Suicide missions. I saw someone die in recruiting. Okay, all right, we're going down a pretty dark path here. Come on, let's let's reel it back a bit. All right, uh, whatever you guys are gonna give us, mission type. Well, I mean, I I can't say that that's technically wrong because that's right. <laughs> Yay! Uh, I, the recruit missions. Not quite the answer I was looking for. Jelly Bean! You can take on Jelly Bean ranked missions! Ow. Is the prize a Jelly Bean? Do we get we get paid in Jelly Beans? Do we get paid in <laughs> Jelly Beans? Oh, goodness. Oh, we might have to reevaluate our recruiting process. Oh, I mean, I don't mind getting paid in Jelly Beans. Jelly Beans pretty good. Well, maybe you can get some Jelly Beans, but no, you actually don't get paid at all until you're a higher rank. Oh. All right. Can anyone hazard a guess as to what the rank above Jelly Bean would be? Any any takers, even a guess. Hot Toss Salad. I feel like we're we're being set up to fail here, and I am not going to take a part. This information was made very readily available for you. Peppermint candies. <laughs> you, I, I, I appreciate where your head's at, <laughs> but, but ask yourselves, what is the natural progression from a jelly bean. A regular bean. Something sweeter. A pinto bean. Two jelly beans. It's really not that hard, people. Two jelly beans. That's the second rank. Um... All right. Now, if two jelly beans is the second easiest, what would be the third? Five jelly beans. Technically, technically, in terms <laughs> of the, the level of difficulty, five might be accurate. But what is the term for that? A bushel. A bushel of beans. Approximately, what does five jelly beans equal? An assortment of jelly beans. Candy corn. It's candy corn, you idiots. God, did any of you even go to school? Can, canned beans. It's definitely canned beans. Oh, no. <laughs> she face palms pretty hard and... Over her heavy, exasperated sigh, you hear a familiar voice say, so, Sorry to interrupt, Madam Huxley, but G Gerald requested the presence of some of our, our promising new recruits uh, on mysterious official guild business. It's, it's exciting, isn't it? Oh, yes, Redding. <laughs> Is he killed? By all means, take take as many of these idiots as you want. Uh, all right, um, Thalinar, uh, Morty, and Eli, would would you please follow me? Oh, thank God! Hell yeah! I'm ready for the candy corn mission. <laughs> oh, you guys aren't even near ready for candy corn. Well, that's that's pretty high up. I'm gonna get those jelly beans. I'm <laughs> <laughs> a skeleton. I can't even eat these jelly beans, so it's really just a waste. You can chew them though. Um. Anyway, follow follow me this way. So you're walking around, dodging all sorts of busy kobolds and dwarves and some of those purple elves that you that uh, you saw in the first episode with the stark black eyes. And they're all busy at work, constructing all sorts of odds and ends uh, for future guild buildings and signs and, and topiaries and, and whatever. Um, and Ezekiel says, whoa, it looks like the guild's magic is already at work on you, fellas. You're all looking stronger and more powerful. Just look at those those rippling calf muscles. Ah, when did I get muscles? No, you idiot. Your bones are just looking fuller and thicker and stronger. Some nice thick bones. I'm, I'm really not comfortable with you talking about me like that. I'm just pointing out the obvious, friend. You're making him feel uncomfortable. Let's continue talking about his thick bones. <laughs> Is there a HR? That, oh, that's still in the works. I, I, I'm sort of the stand-in for that. He's like feeling up your thick bones. <laughs> 
Feel free to come to me with any problem you have. Yeah, I'm not a fan of you. Um, can we just hurry this along so I can get along with my day? Why rush? <laughs> and eventually walking around the tree leads you to a, a pretty shabby tent that's actually perched against the tree. All right, well, um, I, I, I probably should get back back to it. I've got a lot of errands to run. Great chat, fellas. Feel free to reach out whenever you like. If you need someone to help you stretch out those heroic muscles and bones of yours, or if you just want to maybe hang out and talk about your feelings. I'm, I'm good. Thank you. Uh, have a, have a good day? Yeah. Alright, bye, bye for now. I'll, I'll take you up on one of those later. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, I'm gonna hold you to that, uh, physically. And <laughs> they salute and open a little nearby hatch um, and jump in. So this must this must be the big man, huh? <laughs> I guess. God, this whole thing is creepy and weird and I don't like it. I love it when people compliment me, though. That is true. They were all very nice to us. Nice, nice is not necessarily great. <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I don't know. <laughs> some, some wisdom from Morty. Excellent point, Morty. I agree. Kindness can be a shield. Yeah, uh, I would know. I knock on the tent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you hear a lot of construction sounds around you with all 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 the work going on. So I don't think anyone can hear you knocking on these flaccid <laughs> flaps. I don't know if anyone's home. Knock harder. There's there's a mat outside in front of these tent flaps that says, Come in, please. I, I feel like it's rude. Hello, we're coming in. All right, when you open the tent flaps to Gerald's office, you're taken aback by how massive... It is on the inside, and also how cluttered it is. You see piles of books covering most every exposed surface, and all sorts of peculiar instruments, trinkets, and trophies that you would imagine have been collected over years and years of adventuring. You see a series of exceptionally large wizard hats hanging on hooks, a collection of enormous, well-ornamented swords, the mounted heads of a lot of animals that you both recognize and have never seen before. And at one side, you see what looks to be just like a big old bird's nest. And you could swear under a stack of books in the corner that there's like a, a, a what looks to be a gold jet ski. As you step in, you hear some muffled conversation and uh, a full belly laugh draws your attention to the, the center of the room where you see Gerald wearing a comfortable robe sitting across from a well-groomed gentleman. And, and he's wearing sort of a, a tan safari outfit. Both of them are reclining in cozy-looking armchairs and smoking pipes, and just sort of talking jovially. I pick up one of the books. Why, hello there. I head to that, like, list of weapons. Oh, wait, let's hold on. Let's focus on the book Richard grabbed first. Okay. <laughs> it's called Worms, Grubs, and Other Subterranean Creatures. Mm. Oh, a little light reading. <laughs> What's this? How to Build a Guild? <laughs> right inside of that same book page one <laughs> so jet you said you go for some swords yeah I, I go and fiddle with the weapons on the wall okay your thick full bones reach out and grab some swords hey look at me i'm some sort of sword guy and i start swinging them around <laughs> dolly dolly says hello to the two people in the tent first all right uh gerald turns to you and says 
Oh, boys, come in, come in. Thank you for joining me. And so sorry to take you away from your important lessons. They were teaching us about jelly beans. Oh, yes, that is important. I'm glad you should know all 37 of the important guild ranks now, after that. But I have a task that demands your immediate... Hold on. Where's... There's only three of you. Where's the, where's that old fella who is part of your unit? They only asked for the three of us. Oh, crap. I wasn't looking. Didn't he die at the end of the last episode? He fucking died? <laughs> <laughs> I... <laughs> I, I don't remember him dying. Oh. Uh, no, it, I don't remember him dying either. I remember him getting like hauled off, like after having a heart oh, attack. Yes. Oh, oh, right, you're right. He went to the the medical facility. Oh, well, I guess he'll be. That's well. There's a narrative reason for him not going on this quest then. Um. Anyway, never mind. Three should be more than enough. Now down to business. First off, I just wanted to say that I wasn't planning on sending any of our new recruits out on any quests as of yet. But all the proper heroes are busy off on more challenging and infinitely more fun and interesting adventures that would probably make for much better stories and podcasts. Now what I've got for you is a standard run-of-the-mill escort quest. I highly doubt anything will go wrong at all. Um, now typically under these circumstances I'd go myself, but the dwarves really have a fondness for weird puzzle shit and I, I, I simply don't have the patience. Uh, plus that's what we have that's what we have recruits for, so they can tackle the jelly bean ranked missions. So you're saying we'll get jelly beans from this? I, if you want jelly beans, we could work out the payment option for you that isn't gold, that's just exclusively jelly beans i'm just gonna ratify that agreement right now you get jelly beans instead of gold wait we were gonna get gold oh shit <laughs> yes we're past tense you're now getting paid in jelly beans i i as someone who can't digest or consume jelly beans i definitely prefer gold i definitely prefer candy corn <laughs> you're not ready for the candy corn <laughs> <laughs> so ominous all right, team, gather. Gerald gathers in your little group. <laughs> All right. All right, we need to discuss this with our team before we accept your low jelly bean ranked mission. I agree. Let's discuss. <laughs> First thing, payment. Uh, I vote gold. Is my initial thought. Like, I feel like that's the normal currency exchange of this universe that we've developed. Well, I wish you'd made that clear before I just signed these documents. It's pretty official. Ezekiel's a stickler for paperwork. Alright, jelly beans. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Again, I can't eat jelly beans. I don't do... <laughs> if you're eating your jelly beans, you're doing something wrong, my boy. Morty, jelly beans aren't for eating. <laughs> They're a high currency, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> sure. See? Whole place runs on jelly beans. <laughs> I'm just I'm just fucking with you, boys. Really, I, I do feel bad about taking you away from your orientation to send you on a quest. Um, but there's nothing to fear. I know you're probably nervous. But we have a wonderful relationship with, the, with King Lyle. And you'll be granted safe passage. And on top of that, according to the professor here... According to his research, on similar such cosmic events, the crash site should be completely harmless. A real walk in the park, he's told me. Isn't that, isn't that correct, Professor? 
Oh yes, you are most correct, Guildmaster. Nothing to fear at all. <laughs> oh, in fact, if the object hadn't landed within the borders of King Lau's impregnable domain, I wouldn't even be requesting an escort at all. Does this mean we get to skip the tutorial, basically? <laughs> <laughs> we get covered for that class we're missing. Oh, yeah, good. Excellent question. I sent one of the interns over to take notes for you, so we'll, we'll make sure to catch you up. Um, worst case scenario, we just run you through the whole orientation with the next incoming class. Ooh. Start you back at Jellybean level, all good as new. Who, so who is this guy over here? Oh, now where are my manners? Uh, allow me to introduce my humble self. My name is Cornelius Dadbury, but you may refer to me as Professor. I study such oddities and peculiarities across the world, uh, uh, similar to the, that crash we saw last night, and I do thank my lucky stars that I just so happen to be within the vicinity of this magnificent discovery. Now you'll excuse me if I seem as though I'm in a bit of a rush, but I have the sneaking suspicion we won't be the only group out looking to claim that research site. And you'll excuse me if I have to point out the last minute a uh, quest like this come at a bit of a premium. Now let's see those jelly beans. <laughs> I feel like I didn't come all this way to join a guild just to get a uh, food <laughs> substance that I can't eat. I, that's just... You're I may, still on that? That was a joke. <laughs> I may be a bit of a stickler for this, but... I'm here for a job. I knew you were a skeleton, but I assumed there was still a braid in there somewhere. <laughs> I... You'd be surprised as I take off my skull and kind of look inside. Holy shit! What the fuck are you? What is, what is your intelligence? Now that is terrifying. That sounds like mechanically you should have disadvantage on those rolls. <laughs> I mean, overall, is it negative one? No, it's. A, it, I have a 16 intelligence. I have a plus three. Listen, let's not all get lost oh in the God. philosophical existential details on how a walking and talking skeleton functions. Yeah, I'm not wise, not charismatic. So <laughs> we got a okay. we got a quest to get off to. Let's go. All right, sounds like times of the essence. So, all right, now first thing, I'm, uh, take these with you, and he hands you a, a wax sealed envelope. Um, and on the wax seal, you see two B's side by side and back to back. So like the first one's backwards and the second one is a normal capital B. And Oh, I was picturing like honeybees. <laughs> I was imagining bees as well. Oh. Bees, back to back. And bees spill out of the envelope and start stinging you guys. Um, <laughs> and he also hands you guys a five-sided stone tablet. where It's kind of like a square with a triangle at the bottom. And but it's like a completely smooth stone tablet, and you would you would imagine that there would be some writing on it, but it seems to be completely blank. And he says, "Take these with you to show to the the uh, the dwarves you encounter in King Lyle's domain, and you should he should be able to help you out. We have a very good relationship with King Lyle." <laughs> I'm sure that that makes sense to me. I don't want to profile or anything, but I was thinking maybe we let Thal and I here do the majority of the talking. Old silver belt, silver tongue, Thali. It it is what I do. I will I will work with these dwarves. Yeah, I I'm not a fan of talking in general. I'm I'm not a fan of you talking either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and one more thing. And uh, Gerald presses his fingers to his lips and whistles loudly. 
I think perhaps Biscuit should tag along, you know, just in case. Uh, recruiting's been kind of slow, and I'd hate to lose three adventures right off the bat. So you know, I, it should be perfectly safe, but uh, Biscuit should she'll, she'll take care of you. She's she's uh, lollipop level, if you believe it. Oh my gosh, lollipop level. That's impressive. And um, Cornelius says, Oh, I'm sure that won't be necessary, Gerald. These boys look like they're up to the task. No, 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 I insist. Plus, you said you were in a hurry, and I think Biscuits and I can help you with that. And oh, I have to caution all of you, again, just remember not to remove her sunglasses, unless absolutely necessary. And before you guys even get a chance to think, Gerald says, Enlarge, reduce! And he, like, jumps up in the air and casts one hand up and another hand at you, sort of in, like, a kabuki fashion. And all of you and the professor and all of the professor's like equipment all shrinks down to about a quarter uh, it's your normal size. So why do you need three recruits when you have a lollipop person going? Sorry, I can't hear you down there, little... <laughs> oh, you think we should just send the professor down with his a, a fucking dog to the Dwarf Kingdom and have the dog talk to the king and be like, dog, 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 bark, bark? Oh, yes, of course, I'll help you out, little dog. Not a bad idea. It seemed to work for other dogs. Listen, you're not the brains behind the operation. <laughs> I am. I hand up the quest. Listen, I'm a nougat. You guys are jelly beans. Know your place. <laughs> And then he turns to the professor and says, Don't worry, you're in good hands. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then when Biscuits finally shows up, he uh, uh, he he rummages through some of the cluttered uh, items nearby and he pulls out what looks to be a little saddle. And he, he like adheres it to Biscuits' uh, armor. And it looks like there were some notches already built into it so that it would fit perfectly. And he uh, also fixes a little stick with a string that is dangling a dog biscuit in front of it. And Biscuits, like, starts to shake and her, her tail starts to wag. And like, no, no Biscuits, not yet, wait. And he starts placing all of you guys up and putting you on the saddle. Wait, he's picking us up? Wee. Yeah, he's picking, he's picking you up and placing you on the saddle. And he says, now this is a spell I've put a great deal of effort into perfecting, so it should hold for about enough time to get you to the base of the mountain. You just have to make sure that Biscuits does not get distracted by anything else, like a squirrel or some other more dangerous and exciting quest with unknown treasures and maybe a villain with an eye patch. Um, just spitballing here. Um, good luck! And he smacks Biscuits uh, but and Biscuits leaps off and starts sprinting full tilt. And you hear Gerald yell, Other way, Biscuits! <laughs> <laughs> and remember, boys, to be on your best behavior, you're representing the guild now! The lollipop guild. <laughs> uh, so, uh, while we're on this dog ride, what's your general opinion of the guild so far, guys? <laughs> I feel like this is a bunch of nonsense bullshit, but I also am a skeleton and, you know, it's hard to find work for me. You gotta tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, ever since we got here, we've been put through 
uh, some nonsense trials that I somehow made and me And remember, stronger. if you hear anyone badmouthing the guild, <laughs> turn them into Ezekiel to be punished. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. <laughs> uh, anyway, what's what's your guys' general opinion? I know I, I'm just going to put it to uh, just a conversation, have a back and forth, a dialogue, they say. Because I am kind of weirded the fuck out. You know what, talking skeleton, I think you got a point. <laughs> <laughs> See, the professor's kind of weirded out, too. Absolutely, it's a weird thing. But they are going to pay us in jelly beans. Again, I- I'm not sure if that's a viable currency. I'm n- I'm new to this land in general, so they maybe? They battle buddy beans. You see the professor's eyes go wide when he mentioned jelly beans. <laughs> Oh, what I would do to get my hands on some Japanese boys. <laughs> Just maybe a bartering system that's really good in this area. I'm fine if we get something that can be traded for other stuff. You'd want to trade away your jelly beans? Again, I cannot eat jelly beans, as I have no digestive... <laughs> Talk about something other than jelly beans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> the kill may be strange, but it might be a way to get stronger. Uh, yeah. I I feel like that could be mm-hmm. a possibility. I am I mean, not... Why, why did you join, anyway? Again, skeleton. Hard to find work. <laughs> People don't oh. like spooky skeletons running around. You could work for some evil guild. See, this, this is the thing that makes it hard for me to find work. Everybody always assumes you're working from sir, for some evil necromancer hell-bent on taking over the world. Skeletons are having a hard time out here. The ones that have broken free from the necromancer's bonds or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Is that your backstory? I mean... Are you, are you committed to is that? Is that what you tell yourself? That isn't my backstory. I have no idea how I became a skeleton, how all this stuff works. I'm just trying to find a job so I can live a life, a normal undead life. You ever think of settling down? Undead dog, (laughs) 2.5 undead kids, undead yard. (laughs) Maybe something along those lines. Dolly, why are you joining the skill? Oh, you know, it's, uh, it seemed like fun. Yeah, good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, that's a vague enough answer to feel like there might be something more to it, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So as you guys are having this touching bonding moment, Biscuits is happily loping along um, through the forest with her tongue. Chasing a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, this whole time she's been chasing a squirrel in circles uh, with her tongue lolling out- outside of her-, her mouth. And now that she's caught and eaten devoured the squirrel uh she can actually start heading towards the mountains as she's running closer and closer to the mountains you see the trees become less and less dense and you see fewer of the purple ethereal trees and uh bushes and weird ethereal creatures as it starts to the forest starts to kind of like normalize back to a more familiar aesthetic and when you're when it feels like you're about to reach the base of the mountain you all explode back to your normal sizes and Biscuits collapses under your weight. Mm-hmm. But it's cool. She doesn't seem to mind because oh, uh, falling flat on the <laughs> ground like that, put the dog Biscuit right next to her mouth and she's just lying there and uh, splooting and chomping away happily at it. So the stick is, is the stick still attached to uh, 
uh, biscuits? Yeah, the stick is still on the little saddle. Okay, I, I like detach it to make it easier for biscuits to eat it. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Thank you for getting us here. She finishes the, the biscuit and starts working her way towards your, your calf. <laughs> ah, <laughs> please don't. Uh, I'm not a fan of dogs eating me. No <laughs> biscuits. Down. Yeah, she obeys. Oh, thank, uh, thank you. Uh, so we got this mountain. Do we climb it? What? I wasn't... Well, you can't see the mountain right now because where you've stopped is sort of in a copse of uh, really dense trees okay but you know the you know the general direction of where the mountains were it's it's roughly where biscuits was her where her sploot was pointing okay so up forward the direction the forward direction north we're going forward boys to the north all right so you are you guys going to try to like head that way yes okay so this the trees are getting thicker and thicker as you work your your like your way through them You, you really have to fight your way through these trees and when you make it through to the other side, you finally escape the forest. You find yourselves in a small valley with no mountains in sight. And you could have sworn they were just ahead. Well, forward, right? Ain't that a sight to behold? Maybe we went the wrong way. Did we get all turned around in those trees? Morty did say forward. Uh, Hold on. Uh, I'm going to climb one of these trees and see if I can get a better vantage point. Do I need to do, like, an athletics check or something? Uh, yeah. Okay. 22. Jeez. As my undead strength climbs me up to the mountain. You are able to climb that tree. Or the tree. Yeah. Uh, what's what's up here? I say out loud. You tell us. <laughs> uh, as I narrate myself looking around. <laughs> okay, cool. So all around you, I mean, behind you, you see... The big rolled tree in the center of the forest where the guild is, and you see, you know, all the trees. Um, and in front of you, yeah, you don't see any mountain. You just see this valley, and then it looks like that more trees continue on past the valley. Hmm. I think we're not where we're supposed to be, guys. Uh, you do spy in the center of the valley, though, uh, what appears to be some statues. Uh, maybe we're exactly where we need to be. I mean, what is a valley but an inverted mountain? <laughs> yes, know? I, you know, wisdom. You, you take a mountain, turn it upside down, you got yourself a valley. Uh, how, like... This is the stupidest thing anyone's ever yelled up a tree. I <laughs> <laughs> agree with Dolly on this. How close together are the trees? Uh, the ones that you climbed, the really dense ones? Yeah. Are they... Ju- They're pretty close together. So, like, I could jump from tree to tree? If you were so inclined, yeah. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Follow me, and I'm going to jump from tree to tree trying to uh, head towards the statues. Magnificent. The statues are in the center of the valley, Valley, so you're really, you're just going to be equidistant from it the whole time as you jump around, basically. Okay, I'm, I'm going to jump towards the valley portion then. Okay. Like, I, I didn't realize A that A bundle there... of bones <laughs> drops out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> He was so full do you of just, life. Do you just leap for it, Jet? This is a pretty tall tree. Biscuits has a feast. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm i jumping from tree to tree until we get to the edge of the valley. And then I climb... You're already down. at the edge of the oh, valley. We're already at the edge of... Okay, then I climb down and then I go into the valley. <laughs> I climb safely down. I, I thought we were still 
deep in the woods for whatever reason. I must have missed. Oh no 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 no! Sorry. Yeah. You're, you 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 you've come to the edge of the woods and you're at a valley now. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I head towards the statues in the center. Cool. Like from a distance, it, it kind of looked like one statue, but as you get closer, it's sort of materialized into a grouping of statues that are awkwardly like clumped way too close together. And they appear to be four dwarves, uh, all with their right hands up, like over their, their brows, kind of shading their faces as if they're looking off in the distance. But all four statues are pointed right into the center of the group, staring at each other. There was a mountain, and now there's dwarves. I think I think we're onto something here, boys. This might be one of those puzzles. Mm. How do you how do you feel about uh this dwarf? Uh, do you know much about <laughs> statues? Hey, dwarf! I, that's a dwarf. What do you, you think? Know dwarf things? Mm, yeah, yes. Uh, uh, hey, Tholly. Uh, what do you know about dwarven statues and history? You're the one with sixteen intelligence. <laughs> That dwarves do like to make statues of themselves. Um, so are the battle buddies. That's true. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, never mind. I'm gonna. I, I suspect that these dwarves are the mountain that we were chasing. Dwarf cultural fact number one: <laughs> Dwarves like to make statues about themselves. All right, they hid the mountain. I'm gonna look around the statue and see if I can figure something out. Uh, I'm looking. I'm gonna do an arcana check to see if there's anything magical or arcane about these. Yeah, and as you get closer to the statues, you see that there appear to be words carved in them. Like, at the base of each statue, you see maybe what looks to be a name carved into it. Uh, But it's hard to tell from the distance you're at right now. I got a 14 to check for arcane goings-ons. Yes, there appears to be some sort of arcane goings-ons to do with these statues. Like it's uh, it seems to be like some sort of illusionary magic. Mm, okay, so it's it's some sort of illusion going on. Uh guys, I yeah, I think we got an illusion. I think I I think I just realized that none of our characters can cast spells. Are you a cleric? A good, a good balance group. Are you a cleric? I thought you were a cleric. No, I'm not a cleric. I thought you were a fighter. I'm a rogue. I thought you were the cleric. <laughs> The professor pulls out of his packs a little lawn chair and sets it down and, and lights up his pipe. And he, and he says, you boys seem appear to be in a bit of a sticky wicket, wouldn't you think? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're in it with us, though. <laughs> oh, no. I, I hired you to escort me to a, a specific location. Now, this seems to be your herd of lacrosse. How many lawn chairs do you got in there? Well, that's not very helpful. Listen, if you want those jelly beans, you're going to solve this puzzle. I oh, the jelly beans. Always lording those over. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out a little bag and just starts playing with them. <laughs> so, I'm going to take a look around at what the statues are looking at. They're all looking uh, directly in at each other. Uh, can I climb on... Or are they too close together that I can't see the center of them? Or are they all... No, you can. You can, but the... Um, so when you get closer, uh, roll a dex save. Thirteen. Okay, cool. So you you manage to, your instincts, your bone-like instincts kick in. Or maybe it just goes through you, I don't know. He's got those life or death instincts. <laughs> <laughs> your life preservation instincts kick in, and you manage to uh, just barely avoid, like, a little a little dart of flame that's been shot at you. Oh, for doofa. All right, uh... Remember the check for traps, Morty. 
Yeah, <laughs> probably should do that. Um, Everyone else is sitting in little lawn chairs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Morty, you're in a you're in a bit of a sticky wicket there. I'll help him look for traps. Was it like directed at me, or was it? It, it was directed at you. And when you look for the source of it, you see a little salamander poking its head over the statues. Mm. Biscuits, go grab that salamander. No, biscuits is smoking a pipe with the professor. <laughs> I charge towards that salamander. Okay, roll initiative. He's just a tiny little friend. I got a 19. I got a 7. I got a 3. Okay, so, Richard, you have the initiative. It's your turn. All right. I'm going to do unarmed strike against the salamander. Okay, roll the hit. Just going to punch this poor little lizard. (laughs) We can get some information. Shot a fireball at us. Yeah. That's a 20. Uh, Yeah, no, you definitely you hit the salamander. (laughs) With your fist. Right in the face. <laughs> Punch the right. salamander. That's seven damage. And now I can bring down the other fist. You hear the salamander whine like a dog? You know, like when, when a really bad person kicks a dog? That's the noise it makes. <laughs> <laughs> and three more salamanders spill out from behind the statues. Oh, no. Everyone get ready. It's our first battle. <laughs> Aside from that one we had last time. Yeah, that, that was training. The, and the professor's like, oh dear, this is an interesting development. Let's see how this pans out. Check this out. 23 to punch that same salmon. That's a high number. <laughs> You're yeah. punching the same well, I one? thought the first one, did the first one die or live? The first one's still alive. Okay. For now. For now. Six damage. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you, you hit that salamander again. And it whines. Is it unconscious? Nope. Thought I was stronger than this, guys. I'm sorry. Usually, back home, I'm usually pretty good at punching salamanders. They call me the salamander <laughs> smasher. The salamander smasher. Okay, now it's the salamander's turns. And so all four of the salamanders that are now present pull their head back down into their necks like it's scrunching up. And you hear kind of a bubbling noise. And then you see spewing out of all their mouths, like a, a pool of a weird greasy substance that covers uh, all the ground near the statues. Hmm. And then w- one of them turns one of its little fire tails, because um, they have fire running down their spines all the way to their tails. Are they Charmanders? Kind of, yeah. Wow. And he touches the, the fluid and it all ignites around you. Like well, it's, now. it's like a pool of fire, not like a ring. Yeah, it's like a... It's, well, it's like just a field of fire, basically. And we're in the fire. Well, actually, I'm going to give you a chance to try to get out of it. I'm going to let you do a deck save. Nat 20. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. So what do you do? I jump 50 feet in the air. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, just kind of land back towards the professor. Okay. I'm not going to quite let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I escape danger completely. How about you just jump out of the pool of fire? <laughs> Alright, but one like backhand, like ten backhand springs though. I'll give you I will give you a single backhand spring out of the fire. Alright. Negotiate it. <laughs> <laughs> We've really gotta barter this down. <laughs> gotta start high. So am I like by uh Morty and You're by Morty, I'm not sure where Thali was. Yeah, I was thinking about helping to investigate this thing until we got into combat. Yeah. So I'm probably you know, walking in that direction, I guess. Okay. 
Cool. So yeah, you're you're pretty close to all of them. And now it is Thali's turn. All right. Now are we are we sure that these little guys are our enemy? Not in the slightest. Although they are trying to light one of us on fire. They did try to light my friend York on fire. I pull out a sh- a short bow and I'm gonna try and shoot one of them. Probably the the one in the front. The same one that Richard punched. Yeah. That's a 15 to hit. Yeah, you're going to hit that salamander. Yeah, yeah. Salamander. You, you hear behind you the professor say, you boys still messing with them salamanders? <laughs> That's five piercing damage. Uh, yeah, you, you, you hit that salamander and hurt it. It's got a little arrow sticking in it now. Mm-hmm. So they're coming out of the center of the statues, right? Yeah, they seem to be like coming out from behind in the center of the statues. Is it my turn? It is. Okay. I'm going to, so I pull out my trident, because I have a trident okay. as my okay. as my backup. I don't like your chest cavity or what? No, I just, <laughs> I, as a fighter, you get a bunch of weapons. A bone trident. Yeah, but where do you keep them? Uh, <laughs> I, I just assume that I have like a satchel on my back or whatever. It's like this whole time you've had like a caddy. Yeah, uh, like a trident <laughs> caddy. <laughs> um, I pull out my trident, I attach some rope to it and i'm gonna try and hit the very top of one of the statues and swing myself in there okay let's get a uh attack roll yeah dex you're not really attacking anything well i gotta aim yeah maybe it's a a dex a dex based attack to aim and shoot the trident at it let's just go with dex that feels like it makes more sense to me okay that's totally fair um then that would be a 14 cool yeah you hit that you hit the statue Okay. So you're just pulling yourself over there, or, or do you weigh enough to where like you can throw something and then have it yank you? I like. Is that how? So what I th- how it works? what I think I'm gonna do is make sure it's nice and tight, and then what what are you wielding, Thali? I had a short bow. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna like try and jump on uh, someone's shoulders and then swing over. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Do it. Uh. Yeah. So another deck save or what? To to what? To see if you land up there? Yeah, let's do acrobatics. That sounds appropriate. Uh, that is only a twelve. So I, I'm going to give you the land at the statues, basically. Okay, not in the fire. Not in the fire. Okay, you land like <laughs> you're you're able to latch onto one of the statues. Hello, salamanders. Not really here to fight you. I'm just gonna. Uh, what do I see from my perspective? You see kind of like like a, a little magical aura thing in the center at the bottom between all the statues that is spitting out salamanders and you see more coming. Um, so I have this thing called an action surge as a fighter. Yeah. Cool. I can do an extra action once per rest. All right. I'm going to do an extra action to jump into the... Do skeletons rest? When's the last time you rested? Ah, uh, excellent question. I, I, I'm assuming I just like shut off for a night or something. God, like a robot. Yeah, yeah. I jump into the the salamander hole. All right, I'm gonna deal some damage to you. You just jumped into a flaming salamander hole. I'm trying to see if this will close it. There's. There's, I liked how earlier, like, I'm going to roll an arcana check, and now I'm just like, I'm just going to throw myself into the crucible. I guess I could roll an arcana <laughs> check before jumping into the salamander hole. You take three fire damage from the salamander hole. Okay. 
I'll figure out. Jet, I want to, just as an aside, I made this puzzle for you. I'm not going to just have you solve it by throwing your body into a cell. <laughs> that's, <laughs> like, that's fair. <laughs> uh, it's a good guess. Though. Yeah, it's a good guess. You've, you've solved my riddle. <laughs> Clog it with your bones. The professor was like, oh, that was very scientific. <laughs> I'll look around from the the magma pit of salamanders. You're able to crane your neck outside back to the front of one of the statues, and you see that it has the word Austria written on it. Austria. Austria. Australia. That's it. Mm-hmm. No. Yes. <laughs> we Boys, we need kangaroos! <laughs> <laughs> kangaroos beat salamanders. No, I, I think... I feel like I we spent a lot on my scene. Yeah, no, your turn. Your yeah. turn's over. So, switch over. You could just yell that out to them about Austria, basically. Austria. Austria. Uh, that's what what the statues say. I'm not sure what that means or anything like that. The professor sort of chuckles to himself. <laughs> Austria. Wait, you know what that means? Of course. <laughs> well, what does it mean? Well, what fun would it be if I just told you? I start shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us it, you old fool. It'd be lots of fun. I'm just kidding. I just like to pretend I know things I don't. And he winks at you. Use <laughs> a stunning strike. The mission didn't say we had to get you there safely. I'm sorry to say that. Well, actually, it did. Oh. It's, an, it's an escort quest, idiot. All right. I'll let him go. <laughs> Do I know? Don't I know? Who knows? <laughs> yes. So that would make it your turn. Richard, was that your turn? No. <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm gonna roll an intelligence check and i'm gonna do a guess and you can tell me if i if it's right or wrong you can do history seven you don't know anything about any ostries i'll give you a hint and say that steven will get advantage on this history uh, hey, check okay when it's his turn oh. it's probably not wise to jump into a flaming pit <laughs> <laughs> and the professor says well just because it didn't work for him doesn't mean it won't work for you. <laughs> I feel like this professor has it out for me now. With the scientific method, you have to test multiple times your hypotheses. <laughs> so should we put you in that pit? I'm quite comfortable right where I am. Just gonna ready an action for right now, or ready an unarmed strike if the salamander gets close. Just gonna get ready to punch a bug. Yeah. In case any wasps come along, I fucking hate wasps. Just a little, just a bug or a little lizard. If they come close to me, I'm gonna punch them. Dolly, Dolly, have you, have you heard of the ostry? Um, do you know what it is? Not until my turn. No, I'm asking you now. <laughs> I, I mean, he could do, he could do a free action. Yeah, you could do a free action. That's intelligence, history. Uh, history, yeah. Seventeen. Oh, and you have advantage too if you want to go for it. Yeah, that was that was the. My other one, well, I rolled a one and, and a oh. 16. So you know that in dwarf mythology, Austria is the name of the dwarf that holds up the eastern end of the sky. It's the one on the east. The forward direction. Yeah. We were going forward before. Now we need to go east. <laughs> um, so it's the, So you've done your turn, York? Uh, I'm going to... I'm going to go punch the East statue. So you, you aren't doing the ready action then? Uh, I'm going to try and like 
Move the hand on the east one. All right, so you've got to jump across this fire and get to the statues. Yes. Do you have, do you have any special tridents hidden on your person with rope? <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Maybe like a vaulting pole or something. Oof. Yeah. I just yell, Morty. Morty. Yeah? What's up? <laughs> I'm kind of busy. There's like a salamander crawling on my leg right now. Totally figured it out. Cool. Uh, yeah. Uh, what's What's going on? Got a the east statue. It's the one on the east. You know what to do. Uh, sure, sure I do. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna deal with these salamanders. Uh, but I'll figure it out. I, I'll, I'll get it. You're the closest one to your it. faith in me is well, uh, well placed. <laughs> you do not worry. Your faith in me is well placed. Yeah, I'm going to ready that action. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> All right. Okay. The salamanders charge across the fire and attack you. Oh, okay. I'm assuming I'm also getting attacked by salamanders. Yeah, you are. All, there's like six salamanders now, so. Billy, I'll protect you. That's my kind. So I punch one. What's your armor class? It's 15. That's a pretty good armor class. for You're a monk? Yeah. Damn. What's your armor class, uh, Bonesy? It is 14. You guys are some sturdy boys, huh? Seems seems reasonable to me. Mine's 12. Okay. Um, well, you're lucky you're not the one being attacked then. <laughs> Almost all of those would hit Steven. One of them hits Richard, and two of them hit uh, Bonesy. And it's just a few of them, like two of them charge up at Richard, and two of them shoot little fire spurts at him. Uh, you just take a bite and you're able to dodge everything else pretty much. And then two of them are nibbling on your bones, Bonesy. How much damage? You take three damage and Jet takes six damage. And I'll do my attack real quick. Right, 21. Yeah, four damage. Okay. Yeah. So are you hitting the same Salamanders before? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's looking pretty bruised. He's looking pretty dented up, this guy. And okay. So that makes it uh, Thali's turn. All right. So I guess there is still a a pit of fire in between me and the stat or the the statue I need to get to. Yes. Okay. Well, now Morty, I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna try and make my way over there too. Hope it's safe. I'm gonna jump, try to jump over the uh the pit and onto the statues and join Morty. All right, do it. So I'm I'm gonna need an athletics check. Sweet. Oh boy, that's a that's a six. Fully burns alive. Are you jumping? I guess trip. Trying to come on. Oh no! <laughs> you face no. face plant right in the fire. I I just imagine it as this kind of dramatic. He's working up to this jump, and he just doesn't clear the ground. Steps on a shoelace and <laughs> falls flat. Eli Eli trips him, and the professor says, "Oh." Uh, that probably never would have happened had you finished orientation. <laughs> so, Jet, it's your turn. Um. All right. So, I'm gonna do. Do I feel like I could move the statue? Like, if I tugged on, you it? can try. Go ahead. Um. I'm gonna try and pull the eastern statue towards the center. It's already facing the center. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it face towards the east. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so you can you find that you can 
pretty easily put reposition the statues. They spin pretty easily. Okay. So this one, this one is the southernmost statue, and it is currently facing north. Oh, so I'm just gonna spin them all to face the cardinal direction associated with them. Good thinking, Bones. I'm but down here burning on the ground, but I think you're doing a great job there. <laughs> Ow, Bones. Ah. Listen, I'm going to fix this. Don't worry. I'm just going to spin these statues on their lazy Susan bases. <laughs> do I do? Do I need to roll a thing or do I just do it? Uh, you are easily able to reposition the eastern statue. That's that's my whole turn? You can, you can reposition more if you know how to, where to turn them. And then I'll do a history check on the next one to figure out. Okay. Um, so you, you try to find the names on the rest of the statues? Yeah. So you can use your turn finding all the names. How about that? Okay. So northmost is Sudri, western is Nordri, and eastern is Vestri. All right, I I yell out those names. And so when you place the Ostri in the place facing east, you notice all the salamanders look over at the statues for a second when they hear it, like, sort of click in the place, and then they turn back to what they were doing. I, I, I think this is it, guys. I think this is what we need to do. Get these statues faced the right way. I'm not good on dwarvish so the professor says i don't think this is even remotely related yeah okay uh pipe down from the audience okay you're way off track uh and yeah that's my my turn gotta get to punch monk uh so yeah richard it's your turn yeah throw a salamander at the professor (laughs) hell yeah seeing that the salamanders are like looking back there kind of when they look Back, that's when I sprint towards the fire pit. <laughs> Nullifying any attacks of opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then I jump off of uh, Dolly, who's lying there. Wait, as like a launch pad? Like plant, yeah, just plant my feet there. And exert all my force. Head towards the west statue. You jump to the statue on the left. Quick, Tholly, which way? That one was n- North Street? To, to the north. Uh, I'm going to turn it north. Cool. I'm just going to let you easily change the rest of the statues. So I kick that one north, and then I kick that one south. <laughs> <laughs> you do like some kind of spread eagle kick punch kick. Oh, it's a spin kick, yeah. That was, if you were paying attention, that was actually the only one you, only one left you needed to turn, now that I think about it. And, and then I turn the others. <laughs> yeah, because the nor- northern one was right. It was facing south. Yeah, northern was facing south, oh. and the eastern one was facing west already. Mm. So you only had to spin the one. And as soon as you do that, uh, the professor says, Well done, boys. I knew you could do it. And all the salamanders, uh, their flames go out, and they clap in a weird way against the ground in, the, in an excited way. And they come around and like like nuzzle you guys a bit like big dogs. Except for the one that we have an arrow in its back. He's not He's not excited about it, but he, he although he does look bruised, he, I never said he was bloodied. He just, uh, he wasn't all that harmed. Now, good friend, I will be taking this arrow back. Yeah, that's good equipment. <laughs> uh, do you now have a flame arrow? A, a salamander blood-covered flame arrow? Hell yeah. Be careful with that. It's a one-time use. What do you think of that, Professor? Uh, I, sorry, I wasn't. I, I wasn't totally paying attention. We solved one of the most extreme puzzles mm, out there. I, well, then where exactly is the mountain? And when he says that, you, you, <laughs> after all the salamanders uh, leave, 
you hear with a, a massive crash the illusion shatter all around you and you find yourself standing uh in front of a big cavern cut directly into the mountain there we go <laughs> well man there it is <laughs> and that's where we're going to end this episode and that's going to do it for this week's episode of the battle buddies thank you so much for listening if you enjoyed the show, make sure to go check out our other podcast, The Battle Buddies Chronicles. There, you'll find the original first two seasons of The Battle Buddies. You might be wondering to yourself, oh, how come it's divided like this? Because uh, it's because it's just too much podcast to be contained in one. And also, the original sound quality wasn't that great, so we kind of wanted to distance ourselves a little bit. Anyway, go find that and enjoy. And also, thank you, Caitlin Conroy, for the theme song to now two podcasts worth of Battle Buddies. It's amazing still. After all this time, we love it so much. Thank you so much, Caitlin Conroy. And if if the two podcasts just aren't enough for you, you could get even more battle buddies in your life by going to radbotproductions.com and there you'll find all the episodes for all of our all of our shows and whatever other products we're working on all the art for all the episodes i make art for every single episode to help us flesh out what the characters look like to help fuel your imagination uh, an easier way to go check that out is by following us at the battle buddies on instagram so do that, reach out, tell us what you think about the show and you think you'd like to see in the show, and maybe we'll do it. Well, we're just that desperate. Anyway, thanks again for listening and look forward to hearing the next episode, which will be out Wednesday, August 19th. See you then.